You're listening to The Rundown Podcast with the Midday Warriors. Hello and welcome to The Rundown Podcast with the Midday Warriors, episode 9, season 1. I'm your host, Aiden Payne, joined again by James Kleeman, Daniel Webb and Zach Stanish. Boys, thanks for jumping on. Hello, and boys. Yeah. What yeah, is for another week? How are we? I'm yeah. good. Zach? Yeah, coming in this week after not feeling too shabby last week. Yeah, uh, how, so, how are you feeling? Yeah, how was the yeah. day at home, mate? Yeah, it was. Yeah, well, was it wasn't too quite bad. Working. Yeah, no, it wasn't too bad. Oh, yeah. Didn't didn't, didn't get out to a hell of a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it was um, it was good. Watched a bit of uh, NBA finals. Yeah, that was um, that was on. So lose a bit of money. Yeah, as as per <laughs> usual, you know how it is. But no, it was good. Obviously, actually, no, ha- ha- having the flu was not good. But other than that, it was it was fine. Yeah, but flu. No, I'm 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 very happy very ha- very happy to be back in this room with you boys on a Monday. No, nah, it's good uh, to have you back in here, mate. I'm pumped for this episode because mm. we've got a, an action. Packed episode, boys. Yeah, could even say. Shepherd and Gators, very own Dylan Wilkie joined us a little bit earlier. Uh, It was a a ripper chat with him. So make sure you stick around to listen to that in full. Um, Yeah, and then we've also got some news from Baruga in the Murray Football League and also a bit of chat with the Golden Valley Football Netball League. It is all happening, isn't it? A bit of big news. There is uh, plenty happening in the local sporting scene. So why not just dive straight into it now? Uh, yeah, boys, what caught our eye at the weekend? Daniel, what caught your eye, mate? Lead us off. Uh, so I was, uh, as you boys would know, I'm a big super coach man. A huge super coach fan. Huge, like, you know, I'm up there with, with some of the greats. In I the, hear you've been playing it since it first began. Oh, mate, <laughs> I found it. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> first year um, playing yeah. it, yes. Yeah, yeah so yeah, I'm, it's my first year, so I'm not very good, um, <laughs> which is the joke if yeah. you didn't know. Um, but anyway, I was, I was looking through the rankings, the overall rankings for Supercoach, and um, the Shep News' very own Tyler Maher, number 38 in the country. Oh, boy. Lord. That is a serious accomplishment. 38. 38. Best. Yeah, that is unreal. That is that is stupid. That is um, very good from Tyler. He he does love his super coach Tyler. Um, maybe more so than his two kids. Uh, just yeah, <laughs> there's his, yeah, I mean, he, he does our work. No, I'm a fair I, I bit, doesn't he, Tyler? <laughs> Grace, if you are listening, uh, Tyler does love Eden and, and Bonnie very much. Uh, <laughs> super coach comes second. Don't worry about that. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it is huge effort for Tyler to be 38. Um, but yeah, he's uh he's up there. Yeah, I don't think I, I don't know anyone. That's finished like anywhere, like top hundred or. or well, no, mate, it's finished ninth last year. In mate, what AFL fantasy? Yeah, that's fantasy. We're not talking about that, yeah. mate. <laughs> well, then I'll just, go, I'll just go. I'll just go. It's <laughs> 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 really you finished ninth. Yep, got a hat with number nine on it. Got um, a hat with number nine on it. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> what a prize! <laughs> Tyler said he got a cricket set for coming in pretty pretty high last year. I think a plastic cricket beach set. cricket set. Oh, actually, yeah, he did. Yeah. He finished pretty high in yeah. BBL fantasy. Yeah, oh. super coach. In other news, I'm ranked seven hundredth in AFL fantasy this year. Just if anyone wanted to know. Ooh, <laughs> just watch watch it. Here we go. <laughs> watch the door on the way out there. Well, uh, your head. <laughs> uh, just that just made me uh, look at at my ranking. So Tyler's number thirty eight. I am ranking number one hundred and thirty-one thousand six hundred and fifth. So <laughs> out of how many? Out of one hundred sixty-eight thousand. Yeah, okay. So I'm almost last. <laughs> there you go. Look, mate, you're trying very hard in your first season. <laughs> um, beautiful. That's what caught your eye, uh, Zach. 
Yes. Um, look, I don't, know, I, I don't know what you're looking at James for, but anyway. Um, what caught my eye was in the uh, Murray-Bush Rangers game um, yesterday. Obviously, we were recording on a Monday. Um, they played against Bendigo Pioneers half a Mildura. They got a 10-point win, but what caught my eye was young Oscar Ryan. And it's just his second game of a... Uh, Chep United youngster. Chep United youngster. He's, and he's had a great year. He's just gone and, t- gone and had 26 touches and taken 10 marks in his second NAB League game as an underager. Jeez. So yeah, that is poisoning for the young fella. Yeah, so I'm mm-hmm. uh, talking to Mark Brown. Um, you know, uh, this morning, yeah, he said he was uh, um, every year they, they they find a couple of underages at this time of year. Obviously, with so many going off to the championships, it sort of you know state their claim. And it seems like young Oscar is a uh, really you know putting his foot down as one to watch uh, moving forward. Yeah, he's caught my eye playing for United at senior level in the GBL. So that's great to see. Twenty six was it? Yeah, tw- 26 touches and 10 marks <laughs> playing half forward, half back. So, yeah, definitely one to watch uh, over the next couple of years in terms of draft and things. Beautiful. Uh, Harley Reid at Tungala is not going to Yeah, he, he was playing for the Pioneers. He, he, he was the only one really in the region who got picked in the Vic Country squad for the championships. He just had himself a lazy 28 as an underager, so not too bad. Um, yeah, yeah in, just in good. terms of, on that, it's a bit disappointing. We didn't have Max yeah, Closey, Max Brayden George... Yeah, Kobe, Kobe James. James. Yeah, yeah, it was a bit disappointing when, when, when that came game. through. Yeah, um, I think, think Max especially was uh, was was quite stiff to miss out. Um, yeah, I think yeah, Mark was saying he, he really handled himself well, went out there and played well on the weekend. So, yeah, obviously, as you know, Clayton Oliver from uh, from Arupna, he didn't make the big countryside <coughs> and got was you know drafted pick four. So it's not the end of the world if you don't get picked if you don't get picked in the squad. Yeah, I'm sure Max will uh, bounce back and, and finish off the season strongly. Beautiful, thanks, Zach. James. Yeah. Yes. What uh, caught your eye, mate? mate? For me, it was also on the footy field. Um, it was up in Cobram, and it was a big story on the back page of the Shep News today. Um, yeah, Daniel, Glenn Hayes ticking off his 400th game of umpiring. Yeah, it also caught my eye, mate. We, we have similar, <laughs> similar, <laughs> similar vibes there. Um, yeah, no, it was a, it was a big... Uh, Big number, obviously 400, not something that happens every day. So, yeah, getting Huge. out in the middle. And his daughter was out there with him as well. So, um, yeah, I'm glad that one caught your eye, mate, because, yeah, I wanted to bring that one up as well. It was a good read, mate. And, um, yeah, a few umpires around the GV ticking off big yeah. big milestones this Certainly. year. So. David Barker last week, yeah. 300. And he also umpired with his uh, son, Bryce. So, no, good to see the umpires. Get, affair, yeah, yeah, a bit of a family affair. Nice to see. Very, Fantastic. Very good boys. Aiden, what for? Uh, don't, go, right. don't go asking me. I've got no idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. We'll move on. <laughs> I'm not prepared. Um, oh, I mean, what have we had? Oh, Rushworth uh, without their senior coach. Um, yeah, that, that caught my eye. Damien... Uh, Wust. W- yeah. yeah, I think it's I think Wust, yeah. Wust. Yeah, Damien Wust. Wust. Um, unfortunately for Rushworth, they've parted ways. So, um, yeah, the Tigers out there at Ironbark Stadium are on the hunt for a new coach. And fingers crossed they can, yeah, get... Find someone. Uh, uh, Pat Ratraiser uh, put his hand up to you know to help out for the rest of the season. So, if you are looking for a game of footy um, and you, you're down that way, um, yeah, head down to to Rushworth and because yeah, it sounds like they need um, a bit of support at the moment. So, mm, uh, fingers absolutely. crossed for for everyone down there at uh, at Rushy. Um, yeah, moving forward, it, it's not look. It's you not know, looking good, is it? Not looking good for local football clubs um, because they are struggling for, for numbers and, um, yeah, it's just the unfortunate that um, they're one of many clubs um, that find themselves in this position, uh, you know, struggling for player numbers and, um, yeah, losing your coach halfway through a season doesn't help. So, um, yeah, hopefully the, the Tigers can uh, get out of the 
out of the mud and um, get back on, on top and, and get back to winning ways. Uh, so, yeah, that uh, I guess that's what caught my eye um, over the weekend. Uh, all right, fellas. First uh, topic, Baruga. It's, a big one, isn't it's it? all yeah. happening up at Baruga, Daniel. You're our local Cobram Curia uh, report, sports reporter. <laughs> um, yeah, talk us through what's happening up there at Baruga. They've uh, lost their senior coach. Yeah, it is all happening as Baruga, as you said, mate. Um, Jackson Trengove up there, obviously former Bulldogs um, and Port Adelaide AFL player. Um, he's been at the helm this season. Um, and yeah, he's, he's left the club. They've uh, they've parted away. It's, it was a, a mutual decision. Um, it sounded like uh, Jackson just, yeah, it was, it was, you know, had a bit on his plate with work and, and juggling the coaching and playing and just wanted to focus on playing. Um, and obviously Baruga are looking to, to rebuild after what's been a, a tough year on the on the track. So, um, yeah, they, they split up basically. And, um, yeah, they they got to go their separate ways. So no bad blood between... No, it sounded like it was very much a uh, yeah a decision Mutual. that was best for both parties. Um, and so that's what they made. And, yeah, now um, I think uh, Tony Tranter, um, who, who coached the Hawks to the, the 97 Premiership, he's coming in to, to get at the helm. And, and Jackson could be going to the... GV could be on O and M. Yeah, so yeah. talk us through that because you chatted to Jackson and he said that he's pretty happy to uh, keep playing um, locally. Yeah, so he um yeah he obviously works up here, um got family up here and everything like that. Um, so he's that's why he's here in the first place. Um, and yeah, he's still looking to play on. He just wants to enjoy it and and not have that sort of burden of coaching. He wants to be able to go to training, you know, go home from training and then go play a game and then go yeah. home from the game and not have that that extra responsibility. Um, so, yeah, he said he was speaking to some GV clubs, some, some O&M clubs, and, um, yeah, I guess we'll see how that pans out over the next week. Yeah, definitely. I looked at Twitter just before, and apparently Corowa, Rutherglen might be a side in the Ovens and Murray League that um, he, he could potentially be going to. Um, uh, boys, are there any GV clubs where, you know, you'd think Jackson would hugely benefit well, I think he'd benefit all of them. He's a former AFL player, so I think yeah, he'd uh, he'd he'd, he'd, he'd slot in fine everywhere. That, but, like, <laughs> <laughs> but is there one club that you think in, in the league that would just um, they're crying out for a, a big you know big tall and they could play you know like Jackson swinging down back, swinging forward, playing the rock. He's been I kicking mean, goals this year. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think there's, yeah, there's been uh, been there's been word on Kai, obviously Kai Abram. Um, they're sitting in fourth. Uh, if they had you know Jason Trenko to partner with the likes of yeah Kane Pettifer, Kyle Mueller, come when he comes back. Up forward would be a pretty dangerous duo, along with Lockie Smith down back. So there's one there. Phil Mansfield, maybe. Billy Barnes still yeah. missing from that Bombers outfit. So exactly, yeah. If you add one another, yeah, yeah. If you mention if you add Jackson Trengove in there, um, Shep Swans and eating a toll after Mitch Bell went down with the ACL, I could see them, you know, really benefiting. But I think Jackson, you'd probably. I mean, if I was in his spot, I'd be looking for a team pushing for finals yeah. action. Marupna, they're nice and close. Um, yeah, Marupna would be a good one. Partner Chris Neal up forward would be a pretty dangerous duo. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, surely um, he couldn't go to a Chuka, could he? Oh, it'd be pretty. Just not fair. Yeah, just give, exactly. give it a flag <laughs> now. I reckon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Nah. So pl- plenty of options for for old Jackson. Yeah, I'm, as I said, I'm sure he'd be able to find a find a suitor. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely. There's could be an, another former AFL player. Hitting the GVL, uh, James. What do you heard? You heard those whispers? Um, yeah, whispers on the ground. Um, but I do believe the story broke last week through the Weekly Times that Jared Waite is um heading back to Benalla. Yeah, wow. Um, former yeah, former junior. Yeah, former junior there. Yeah, played all his footy there. Um, growing up, got drafted 
Um, North Melbourne. North Melbourne, yeah. Oh, sorry. sorry. Carlton. Yeah, no, Carlton, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, for, yeah, Murray Bush Ranger. Um, so, yeah. Um, lengthy career has been playing over in the over in the O and M with Whittlesey. Um, so and he he um, left there last week um, after taking on the coach's role. He's back back at Benalla. That's a huge get for the Saints, and they had their second win um, of the season. I did yes, last week. yes, yeah, massive win for the Saints. Um, two on the trot, yeah, three four weeks ago. Um, I think if you told. Mark McKenzie and Will Martinelli that they were going to win two in a row. They would have, they would have might, might have laughed at you. <laughs> um, so yeah, no massive win for them. Really, really happy to see them get another four points on the board over the Bears at the showgrounds. Well, Benalla could be a bit of a dangerous proposition for a few of these teams um, vying for finals, especially if Jared Waite's in the team. You wouldn't so, want to be right. uh, travelling up to Benalla. Jared Waite and Tom Downey. From yeah. the Williamstown Ruckman coming back and playing. Imagine those two. Yeah, let's say if you Seymour or Rochi or Mert, you wouldn't want to be going over there and yeah. Playing them at, at, you know, with with those boys in the team, it'd be be a tough one for you. Get get Trangrave in there as well, and yeah, pushing for finals. Late push for the uh, for finals. Imagine that. Uh, that very good already. I reckon we could dive into some Shep Gator talk now, boys. What do you Man, What do you cool. reckon? I can't wait. This is. This was like the highlight of my time. We've been talking about it for a few yeah. weeks now, haven't we? <laughs> We've been pretty keen. Can't up. believe it actually happened. We're pretty keen on getting this fella on the podcast. Uh, Dylan Wilkie, the small forward at the Shep Gators. Small forward, shooting yeah. guard, combo shooting guard. guard. Likes to light it up from uh, downtown, old Dylan. Uh, yeah, no, it was uh, great to get Dylan on um, a little bit earlier today uh, to have a chat about all things um, up there at the Shep Gators and who would, yeah, sitting second on the ladder in the Division One Big V, playing some great basketball at the moment, the Gators. And, yeah, we caught up with... Dylan a little bit earlier, and yeah, we'll play that uh, interview now. That's half time. You're listening to the Rundown with the Midday Warriors. If you've got a story idea or a lunchtime league legend you want us to know about, hit us up at sport at shepnews.com.au or message us on social media. Let's get back to the action. Thanks heaps for, for jumping on the podcast today. Um, yeah, I guess coming off a, a win at the weekend against Berlin, that was the Gators' sixth straight win. How have things been down at uh, yeah the Swamp, mate, at Shep Gator Land? Oh, it's been awesome. I think uh, our uh, team morale couldn't really be higher, like you said, six in a row. And it was a, a great win uh, this Saturday just past. You know, hard fought first half, and then uh, we really put the pieces together in the second and performed, especially considering we were missing... Um, Matt Barler, he's uh, been out with out with injury, so he didn't play. So big from uh, Jordy Michelle, he stepped up, played some huge minutes, and had a great game. So I think we were super happy with it. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I chatted to to Josh Wade earlier, mate, uh, for tomorrow's paper, and yeah, Wade he was saying that um, you know you guys were challenged in the second quarter, but um, you know really locked in defensively, and yeah, he was really proud of the the effort of the, of the way that you guys were able to you know find another gear and, and take it to another level. Um, is that something yeah, that you guys yeah. credit yourself on this season? Yeah, definitely. I think uh, our, we really are happy with the way that we've you know been challenged and fought through the challenges that we have. Like started off the season a uh, bit bit rocky, but as we've developed as a team, when we're faced with like challenges, us being able to just like persist and then come through better on the other end, I think that's been the most impressive part. Like even when we do have a bad start defensively or something, and like you said, that the second quarter we were struggling a bit. Like not falling apart and just like sticking with it. 
Yep. And so far we've prevailed almost every time. So we're super proud of ourselves for how the season is going like that. Yeah, definitely. And you mentioned Jordy Michelle, uh, one of the, the younger boys. I think he's only 19. Um, yeah. yeah. There's there's plenty of them. Jordy, and then you've got Matt and Jack Whitlocks as well. Um, yeah, talk me through the, the younger boys coming through. It's great having the younger guys there, you know, like the the opportunity for them to develop, but not just for them, like even having Jordy there, like he's such a great player, even though he is 19, like he plays so mature, which we saw this Saturday that we just had. We obviously, he'd step up, play, play Matt Barlett's minutes, which is big shoes to fill, you know, he's our captain, our, our starting point guard, big role, but Jordy wasn't phased by it all, he was ready for it, so. I think it's great, not just for, for them, you know, getting to develop and train with us, but just for us, like having them there, like great tool to use, especially when we need them. Yep. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think Zach's got a, a question for you, mate, as well. Yeah, mate. Dill, how's it going? It's good, good, good to see the boys uh, get get a few wins on the board, mate. Um, obviously, for yeah, yourself, um, you know, coming over from, from, from New Zealand as the uh, international import, mate, I think we, we had a bit of a chat about it a couple of weeks ago. But, yeah, how do you sort of find that, um, I guess, the, the responsibility of, yeah, being one of the team's, uh, you know, main scorers and, yeah, you know, obviously having that uh, international uh, import tag, mate. Uh, yeah, how, how do you sort of find that? Yeah, there is there is like a bit of out of pressure, like you, you say, you know, having the uh, the import tag and where it's almost expected to score the ball a bit. So there is somewhat out of pressure, but it is super, you know, calming knowing that our team is so like deep that even if I am struggling or having an off night shooting, uh, there are other ways I can get involved, and I know my team is going to pick up that slack on scoring. So you know, the game is like the team have made it, you know, so much less stressful. But there, there is still that still, uh, you know, that thought in the back of your mind that. You're supposed to be out there to score the ball, and like on the, the Saturday we just had, first half didn't didn't score the ball once, didn't see it go down once in the first half of me. So it was pretty easy to you know put my head down and get a down on myself. But boys kept um, kept hyping me up, kind of thing. You know, were really uh, supportive, found me in the spots they needed to. So I had a great second half, uh, and finishing it with uh, 17, I think. Absolutely. So you know, even even um even when I am struggling that first half, you know, the boys being able to. Uh, keep keep finding me and believe that I'm going to knock them down. It's so helpful. So all credit for the team, really. Absolutely, and you probably play one of the toughest positions on the court, being a, a sharpshooter. I'm obviously uh, just take, I'm taking all those uh, those, those three point shots. I guess yeah. Can you talk to us about the mindset of yeah, you know, being being a three point shooter, and yeah, obviously uh, always uh, focusing on that on, on on that next shot. Yeah, it is um it is a, a relatively tricky mindset to you know to understand and think. It's still something I'm working on. Like to this day, obviously, I think I'm pretty young in, in uh, regards to my, my playing career so it's still something I'm working on it's been something that my coaches uh, have really been trying to drill into me past few years but just like moving on like you say that next shot mentality like it's a it's a game of percentages being a shooter kind of thing so even if you miss the, the first two knowing if you're like a 40% shooter then your next two really realistically should be going down kind of thing so it's just knowing you just got to move on to that next shot just like you say yeah, beautiful, mate. Um, I guess talk us through finding your way over here to Shepparton. Um, yeah, how did you how did you land over here in the the Golden Valley? <laughs> so funny story. So my the, my skills coach who's been coaching me for you know for years ever since I was a lot younger, been uh, taking me for basketball training. He uh, had a professional playing career of his own, and that brought him over here to Shepparton a few years ago. I don't know what year that would have been. It would have been before COVID. So he came over here, and he was uh, supposed to be you know. He's a point guard, import point guard. His name is Tanache. Okay. And um, right before the season started, that's when COVID hit. And so, you know, obviously the season got cancelled and he got uh, sent back home. 
And uh, we got to work pretty much straight away and started training because I knew I wanted to play somewhere outside of New Zealand. I was looking for an opportunity there. And so uh, when everything, you know, imports were allowed back in the uh, league over here in Big B, Gators, uh, you know, they got in contact with uh, Tanasha to ask if he wanted to come back. But his uh, playing playing years, he said, were, were behind him. But uh, he said he's got someone that wants to come over, and that was me. But they took a look at my film, figured it was right for the team, and here I am today. So it's quite a, quite a funny and coincidental story, but I think it's worked out perfectly. Yeah, nice. And, yeah, have you found it here in Shepparton? Oh, it, it's been awesome. Lovely. Like, it's a nice nice little town. Obviously, it's not what I'm uh, used to back home being from Auckland, one of the uh, the bigger, bigger yeah. cities in New Zealand. So it is a bit of a difference, but luckily um, the Australia to New Zealand isn't really a culture shock. They're pretty pretty similar <laughs> countries. But yeah, no, I've been, been loving it so far. People are great. Places are great. You know, it's been awesome. And do you have a couple of spots which you really, you know, liked, you know, whether it's food, drink, going out for a drink, anything like that, mate? Are there, are there any spots you, you really like in? <laughs> there is. Uh, Matt Bala, actually, one time we, we had a little half-court shootout for lunch that uh, I won, and Matt took me to this place, Urban Rap and Grill, and I have not stopped going there. Matt, Matt put me on and I haven't stopped going there. It's in our Shep Marketplace. Oh, yeah, okay. right. Nice. Same thing, same thing every time, for sure. <laughs> What's the order? Uh, a crispy, fiery chicken wrap. Very yeah, nice. Going like <laughs> there later for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, tell us a little bit about. I mean, the you know having Josh as a coach. Um, yeah, have you found um, yeah being under Wadey because obviously he's been a you know pretty credentialed coach and you know been involved with uh, you know the state teams. Um, yeah, have you found playing under Josh? Yeah, I think I think he does a really good job. I think because uh, he has that great way of making sure because when you're you know, coaching a team, you need to have that dynamic of being in control and in charge and, you know, that that respect, that authority, which I feel like he has that. But then, you know, you need to have the um, the duality of off the court still being, you know, approachable and you someone you want to talk to. And where he is that off the court, you know, a nice guy and you still want to hang out with him. But then as soon as it's game time, you know, things get serious, which I think is perfect. You need to have that. And it's great because I think, I know he does a lot of coaching with younger kids. And this is, I think, his first year really being, you know, head coach of the Gators and manning it. And uh, he's done a really good job. Mm. I think he's done a great job recruiting, preparing us. And, you know, he has missed a few stuff because, like you say, he's, he's stretched so thin with basketball all across Victoria. So it has been hard for him. But uh, when he has been there, he's really made his impact. So it's been great. Yeah, beautiful. No, fantastic, mate. And obviously now you guys find yourself in a pretty good spot sitting uh, second on the ladder, mate. Um, and you've pretty much seen every other team. Uh, what do you think of that the Gators are – um, yes, uh, yeah, ch- championship hopes. Yeah, I think we're looking pretty hopeful. Like, uh, I'm really excited. Uh, I know all the boys have got their sights set on winning that championship. Uh, I think the real test is going to come when we play teams like Keysborough and Melbourne Uni for the second time. You know, we saw the both those teams, Keysborough and overtime. We've got them this weekend. So we've got some really tough ones coming up, and those will be the real decider of um, how our how our you know championship run goes. You know, we we put in the uh, the groundwork, but you know. It's down to these tough ones that's really going to decide what's going to happen. But I think all of the boys are hopeful, and I think we have a great chance. So it's looking good. Yeah, you've got keys for this weekend at home. Uh, yeah, what are you expecting from them on Saturday night? Well, we're expecting a really tough, um, tough battle. Like when we played them uh, in their house, uh, you know, they came out that first half and really, uh, you know, punched us in the face. I guess you could say it was real. <laughs> real shock because we've been you know on a roll and then Keysborough just came out and really 
<laughs> really put their foot down. So first half was a struggle, but, you know, we're a great second-half team. We brought it back in that second to send to overtime. But we know they're definitely going to come out and put a fight up because I think as it's sitting on the ladder, we're about the same. You know, yeah. both of us want to prove that we're, you know, that step above the other. So it's going to be tough. I know for me personally, Keysborough did a great job of scouting. And last time we played them, it felt like I was just had a man go to me the whole time. <laughs> Didn't know, don't even know if I caught it at three-point line. So I know for me personally, it's going to be a tough one. Uh, dealing with their, their scout. They've got a good coaching staff. So, um, yeah, and that Newbury, their uh, import's been putting up some great numbers. So it's going to be a tough one for sure. A really good game to watch. And how have you found the atmosphere up at the up at the Swamp, mate, that we've dubbed it uh, here at the oh, Shep New Sports Desk? Yeah, um, yeah what, what's it been like up at, uh, yeah, at the Swamp on, it, uh, it, on Saturday night? It's nights? been amazing. Like, we've had great turnouts every game almost. You know, the, but even our Sunday game, which a Sunday game is, you know, uh, a hard one to make it to. You know, Sunday basketball isn't really a big thing. Even our Sunday game, we had a great turnout for Coburg a few weeks ago. But um, no, it's been great. Atmosphere's been amazing. Even even just at our last game, I had two different players from the other team, you know, come up and ask me, is, is your crowd always like this? Because yeah. it just felt like a finals atmosphere when it's regular pool play. So, you know, it's been awesome. Fans have been amazing. You know, the love after the game as well, all the kids coming down on the court, uh, wanting to say hi. And, you know, especially when, um, you know, like me and Garrett have been in, in schools uh, doing coaching in clinics. So all the kids that, you know, we see there, for them to come see us play and then get to see us on the classwords. I know it's great for them. So it's been awesome and we hope we can um, provide some playoff like championship uh, games for them to watch because they really deserve it. Yeah, fantastic, mate. And obviously, um, you know, the, the, the Gators boys, have you ever, you ever a pretty uh, close-knit group, mate? Um, is, are there any sort of fun facts or uh, anything, you know, um, the, the, uh, the, 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 the Shepparton locals uh, might not know about any of the, uh, the Gators boys? Or... There is, like, we are a, a close group. Like, we do, we hang, hang out a lot outside of, um, you know, training and stuff. It's great. Uh, a few of us, you know, we, we, we love uh, we love to go and challenge ourselves, you know, put place some bets on uh, who's paying for dinner and go do different stuff, you know, a bit of bit of mini golf, bit of bowling. Uh, the fun <laughs> fact might be that uh, I've won every single time. So that could be the fun <laughs> fact for the set people. <laughs> uh, you mentioned uh, mentioned mini golf there, mate. Uh, Wadey did say to me today that uh, just asks, Dylan a bit oh. mini golf uh, at the weekend with uh, with with the misses. Oh, that one we don't speak about. <laughs> In fact, she she's sitting here right now, first pump in the air that you brought that up. Yeah, no. Decided uh, instead of playing the the boys would 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 take the misses out for a bit of mini golf and and don't don't think either that I was going easy. I was really trying to win, but she actually uh, won by I think it was what, six strokes, five strokes in the end. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't happy. Nearly, nearly bent the club of my knee, but yeah. <laughs> oh, we love to see it, mate. We love to see it. And we've noticed that uh, that you boys down at the Gators have, have also started up a podcast. How, how's that been? Oh yeah, the the boys had. Um, I think uh, they'd done a bit of podcasting. You know, last year they started up and did it every now and again. But this year they've been a lot more active. You know, had me and Garrett go on for uh, a few times just as as guests, but. You know, it's so much fun to record. Just like the the banter and the the, the chat we get up to, like even even knowing it's not going to go, you know, viral, but just <laughs> <laughs> recording it is just such a laugh. So we we love doing it, and uh, hopefully it's a bit of a laugh for the people that watch as well. 
Yeah, no, don't worry, we're in the same boat here um, with our <laughs> podcast, mate. <laughs> Definitely not going viral, even though we look at uh, some of the some, some of the of listeners the coming yeah, in from uh, overseas and we're like, "What's going on here?" But um, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, India, we'll take Belgium. It. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going worldwide. I, I, hopefully, you can sort of take us to, to the next level. Yeah, to have to start getting some uh, multilingual stuff in there, so everyone <laughs> yeah. can you know, really. That's, <laughs> right, that's it, mate. That's, that's it. it. Um, <laughs> is there anything, Dylan? I, I'm just uh, interested. Anything that has you know, caught your eye since you've been over here playing the last few months and in, in the big V Division One uh, championship. Oh, not not specifically. I do think there is a, uh, a a good level over here. Like I do love that you know in New Zealand we really only have the one uh, the one league, so yeah. the uh, NZ League, and I know a few other countries are like that. But I do love that Australia has so many different leagues and levels, and it's it's just so good to see like so many basketball opportunities, especially for the young guys coming up. So I think that is one thing that's all right. Just how much opportunity there is over here. Um, and speaking of catching your eye in the league, mate, we have a segment here on the pod called Canteen Chat, uh, where we we analyze all the footy club canteens. Is there any team in the league that has a uh, a canteen that stood out for you, or are you just steering clear and, and staying on the wraps? A, a canteen? Oh, like um, like you mean like like a, a tuck shop? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man, you know what? This is, uh, is going to sound like I'm calling all our teams out. We've not been given very much uh, after-match feeds. Like, when we go away on away games, they don't really feed us up. The only thing they did was Warnable. Oh, really? So best league, was it good? You know, when, when, when teams are coming, when teams are coming to, you know, the swamp, the swamp, as gross as it sounds, we feed them. We feed them. <laughs> we make sure they go home fed. You know, we give them a great feed afterwards. So, I'm hoping, I'm hoping some more teams, uh, you know, provide that so I can actually judge their canteens. Because as of now... No ten teams have caught the eye. <laughs> <laughs> what was it like uh, down at the Ark at Warrnambool? Was it that they put up a good chew or, or what? Oh uh, yeah, Warrnambool is always a good one because um, I think you know those two teams have that uh, like there's that McCarthy shield, there's that you know bond between the two teams. So you know when we go down there and and uh, they come up here, it's always like it's always good, is what I've heard. And you know they they gave us a great feed, you know, great time. We went out with the uh, with the Warrnambool boys afterwards and everything. So yeah, no, they're 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 a uh, great group. No, beautiful, mate. Awesome. Uh, yeah, was there anything else, boys? Um, yeah. I think I just about just about wrap, wraps us up, mate. Yeah. yeah, no, it's obviously been, been been fantastic to hear from you. We've, we've obviously been uh been been seeing your numbers uh come through every week and that yeah, you just absolutely let letting it rip from three. It's fantastic. So no, it's it's good to see yeah, it. Fingers crossed the boys can, yeah. can, can keep rolling. I guess just Yeah, um, hopefully, man. Yeah, just on that, I, I did forget, you know, we haven't even touched on that game when you you know, shot seven from uh, eight from, from beyond the arc, mate. Talk us through that game. What was that like? Yeah, that was just one of those nights where, you know, everything's dropping and uh, it almost feels like uh, you're touching gold. So the boys know what those nights feel like. Like each of us have only had, like, had our own nights like that before. So they know, you know, when someone's firing like that, just get them the ball. So all credit to, uh, you know, the, the point guys, the passers, you know, the big men dishing it out, you know, all I all I gotta do is run around like a headless stick until I'm open and shoot it. So <laughs> credit really goes to the other boys. But yeah, no, I was just in rhythm that night firing, so it went really well. Well he's hoping that, you know, you can get in rhythm this weekend and, and for the rest of the season, mate, we, we really do appreciate you jumping on and, and having a, a chat to us today. Um yeah. For sure, man, no worries. Thanks heaps and um yeah, good luck this weekend. Hopefully there's a big crowd up there cheering you guys on. Cheers, boys, for sure. Cheers, mate. Thanks, Dill. Cheers, Dill. Have a good one. Thank you. That was our chat with Shepard and Gators star Dylan Wilkie. Boys, it was... uh, Yeah. What a guy. I I love that. uh, That was great fun. 
Yeah, he's very confident. Dill just you know mm. absolutely loves it. Shooting threes, got that you know that, that sharpshooter mentality. Yeah, sharpshooter mentality. That's the one. Leave shooters go open, shoot. Yeah, man. Shooters leave go open shoot. and you'll punish you. So. <laughs> Nah, it was a it was a fantastic chat. What did, what did you? He's very competitive man too. Uh, yeah. Just got beaten in mini golf. <laughs> yeah, he, what, he didn't seem too happy about that one, did he? <laughs> nah, I did like that. Uh, little, I asked Josh Wait before the. I was like, oh mate, um, chatting to Dill later on today. What, what do you reckon? He's like, oh, I just asking asking about mini golf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, not getting the job done there over the uh, over the girlfriend. Unfortunate for Dill. Um, but yeah, they as as we said off the top, they're you know playing some. S- some terrific basketball at the moment, the Gators, and we've been up there uh, a few weeks back, and yeah, it was just electric up there at the Swamp, and pretty keen to get up there this weekend when they take on Keysborough. Yeah, the atmosphere was absolutely pumping, and yeah, second versus third, I think this this clash is so yeah, really important in the Gators' uh, final push before the uh, before the postseason. So yeah, if you're not doing anything on Saturday night and you don't think White Night's your thing, get get down to the get down to the Swamp. Eight o'clock, I think. So you could you could probably go White Night. And Shep Gate is uh, sort of sort of double, I guess. Well, I'll be working, so I'll be trying to get up there after work. But um, yeah, might oh. just take the <laughs> take the camera up and claim it was, it was work toil and have a few cans on the. Uh, mm. That's yeah. getting five dollar cans. Five dollar cans. Five dollar cans. Oh, dangerous. Can't beat it. No, I'm I'm looking forward. I'm going to be out there on Saturday night uh, watching. Yet, yeah, as you said, Zach, second v third on the ladder should be a ripping contest. All righty, boys. Uh, what do you reckon? Bit of um, any some highlights from the weekend's football netball uh, that we can think of? Mansfield had a great road win against Kai. Obviously, um, they had that that big loss at home in uh, Jimmy Harridge's two fiftieth against Uroa. and yeah, many were thinking, "Oh, is this the beginning of the end for Mansfield?" They're obviously a very young team, but they uh, put that chat to bed pretty quickly with a, yeah, just a fantastic team performance. Uh, all round over at Kai, I mean, just the, the the youth and speed of the Eagles was just too was you know they, they basically made made Kai look old and slow. Um, Brett Brett Marnie was just phenomenal in the middle. Uh, Chad said Chad Owens, the Eagles coach, said it was the best game he's seen anyone play in the in the league of, for over his two years. So yeah, he was just sensational. And yeah, the Eagles uh, get themselves a nice little nice little scalp and yeah, puts them up nicely into third. So that was probably my highlight. Lovely man. Uh, Daniel, you were out and about. Yeah, I was up in Cobram um, and the Tigers got another a big win over a, over a, you know, a top four rival. Um, they beat Mal Whaler, um, so they're the only undefeated team now. Um, Cobram, they beat Tony a couple of weeks back and they're they flag, just look they're good. They're flagged to lose? Oh, I think so. They they look good. Johnny Brunskill's just got a, got a young side, a hungry side, and they just they fight for each other and they're just really good to watch. Um, and I just love getting up there and... And getting around the boys. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> now, beautiful, mate. Um, yeah, a, a few uh, shout-outs. Chris uh, Buffer-Ryan from Tatura played his 150th game at the weekend. So um, a big shout-out to him. And, and also Jesse Barnes is uh, lining up uh, for her 150th mm. appearance for Shep United in the A-grade netball, the you know two-time reigning Wellman medal family winner. Uh, yeah, so good luck to... To Jesse this weekend. Hopefully uh, the D's can get the job done for you. Um, yeah. Any other... Good win for the D's as well on, on last Saturday over Echuca. Um, yeah, true. Yeah, the great netball. Yeah, a bit of a big test. Again. Yeah, two top four top four sides going at it. And um, yeah, the, the Demons got it done at Deakin. Um, yeah, big win for them. Sees them up into second. Fantastic. Anything else happen? Oh. How hey, about Dylan Cook? I forgot to mention this off the top. This was my, like... You know, what caught my eye. So Dylan Cook, for those who aren't aware, Dylan, uh, VFL-listed footballer 
for Seymour. Um, yeah, just I strutted out to play for Tat on the weekend uh, in, the, in the Magoos and look out, there's just this bloke number three just absolutely killing it around the stoppages, just, you know, taking the, you know what, taking the piss. Just, it was, I'm like, I was like, that's Dylan Cook, isn't it? And yeah, some the bloke I was playing was like, yeah, it's Cookie. I was like, well, what is going on here? Yeah, why is Did, he playing? Didn't you tag yeah. him, mate? Didn't was I tagging him? <laughs> no. Okay. Come on. <laughs> you had a pretty handy, handy opponent as well, didn't you? I did have a pretty handy appointment, Zach, yeah. I was uh, lining up on uh, Kyle Winter Irving, who's no slouch, um, just yeah, a senior. Just a, yeah, absolute, definite seniors player. So. Yeah, well, he's coming back from injury, Kyle, So, um, but uh, it's good to see him back out there playing around after that pretty horrific uh, injury last year. But, yeah, just how about, you know, if you're Dylan Cook, just I'll rock up, take have 40 touches today in, in, the, in the Magoos against mm-hmm. Tat. Go home, have a hot... Grab a hot dog. It was good to see Dylan back coming back because I think he's come back from a concussion. Um, so j- I tell you what, if, if Seymour's ones get him and um, yeah Kyle in, in the next couple of weeks, they you know, all scary their, proposition. Seymour, I reckon they're going to make a late push for finals. Yeah, well they're only one win out now. So if if, the, if they beat Mansfield at home. This week and Rochi lose. They're they're in the six. So that's a huge game this weekend, Sunday. Sunday game, yeah, absolutely. Especially and they're at Kings Park. If if Mansfield bring what they brought against Kai, it's going to be yeah, an absolute ripper contest. So yeah, if you're around the, around the area, get down there on Sunday because it'll be an absolute ripper. Beautiful. Any other district football news? Uh, Daniel Zach Avenal big win. Avenal, yes, they did have a, a very big win in the top of the table uh, clash against Shepherd and East. It was a pretty tight contest um, all the way through. And, yeah, I got there at halftime um, and watched the second half. And, and, yeah, the Swans were pretty and dominant in the third quarter. They were just – their pressure around the stoppage. Um, yeah, they just squeezed the life out of uh, Shep Beast, who just kind of dropped away. Um, yeah, the Swans were able to get the ball in deep. They've got a couple of big boys that uh, <laughs> up forward. And then Casey? they got Nah, well, Casey's up there, mate. But, um, it, yeah, they had Hayden Hatter and um, – Oh, Jake Sutherland was the other fella. Yeah, a couple of um, twin towers up up forward, and yeah, they just get bring the ball to ground. And Braden Avola and Jack Myers and Casey Duncan and, and Nick Goodwin they just run a run a mark. So they kicked five goals in the third term, and yeah, kind of blew the contest away. But um, Chef East, they what they kicked one goal five, I think, in the last quarter. So they had their chances to come back, but yeah, just went down in the end by about ten points. So I'm looking forward to the rematch. I think uh, yeah. Should be a ripping contest because East had a few out um, at the weekend. Yeah, so yeah, the rough, big ruckman Tom. Tom McCluskey was yeah. out. Yeah, Justin Davies, former um, AFL player. So yeah, should be uh, another ripping contest when they. I think they'll meet um, last September. day. Of, uh, yeah. yeah, last game in September. So that that uh, that was a good win there for Avenal uh, for Casey Duncan's boys. Um, I, th- I think it's worth uh, giving a shout out to Pacola United. In the the PDA grade netty as well, they beat Wai and and basically mm. blew open the the PD yeah. ladder. Um, Wai were undefeated, and now they're sort of level on points. Piccoli United were kind of drifting it out on the bottom, and now they could make the six as well. So um, that's a pretty good win from them. Um, and Yarrawee as well got their first win um, of the season in the in the twos. Obviously, no senior team this year, but they picked up a solid victory, which is uh yeah pretty good for them up there. Um, yeah, to get a good win, um, good for the club. Any other local sport news, boys, worth mentioning? Yeah, Aiden, um, 
bit of F1 news. Um, Oscar Piastri, yes. what's he up to? Mate, Oscar. Oscar's just gone and uh, won the Young Athlete of the Year Award at the uh, Victorian Sports Awards uh, last week. So, sh- yeah, ripper news for, uh, for Oscar. Fantastic. What's up? Applause. Do the applause thing. Oh. <laughs> yep. Hang on. I'll get it. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll get it for it's you, not, James. No. Oh, no, James, I'll get it for you. <laughs> Jeez, I'm really close to the mic. Oh, boy. Are you going to... Oh, no, it's right. Oh, yeah, no, it's no, 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 no. No, it's all good. I'll, I'll just... I'll, I'll cut it, then I'll... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was a, a good win for Oscar. Uh, and he could be racing. <laughs> he could be racing this season in Formula One, mate. He could be. This, I'm so excited about this news when I when I heard it break. There's some rumors uh, in the F1 paddock that Oscar could be heading uh, to Williams in a mid-season switch um, for Nicholas Latifi. Uh, so Oscar's a, a Alpine's reserve driver, and yeah. Uh, a talent that should be on on the grid. Um, so yeah, it'd be great if if uh, if he does make that switch to to Williams, um, which I think he'd be loaned out from Alpine. So he'd have to come back um, next year or whenever Fernando Alonso, uh, who looks like he, he's not slowing down yeah. anytime soon. So <laughs> he's quicker than ever. Yeah, he's uh, he's finding some form, old Fernando. Forty. 40? 40, years, I yeah, think. 40, 40 years. 40 years. So, um, he's doing very doing good things, but yeah, fingers crossed. Oscar gets that gets that drive because yeah. he deserves it, doesn't he? Yeah. So I'm sure Oscar's uh, grandparents and, and family members here in Shepparton are, are watching closely and, and and have fingers crossed. I know I'm I'm, I'm really excited to to see him uh, get his chance in F1 because yeah, he, he has you know he's deserved his, his shot up there in the big leagues. So. Yeah, that's uh, he coming off his um, win last week at the Young Athlete uh, of the Year Award for, for yeah the Vic Vic Sports Award. So and that was uh, a big couple of weeks for Oscar. Um, CVL news, Daniel. Anything uh, worth uh, another another big weekend? I think everyone won um, except for Shep United's women's team. Unfortunately, um, Tat women's team on top of the ladder. Shep South. Top of the ladder. Uh, it's just, it's a great time down there in the CVL and, and Sheppey United are in the top three as well now. So, um, yeah, really positive signs um, all around there. And the Suns, Golden Valley Suns, James, I had another loss, didn't they? Juvie Suns went down 3 0 <clears throat> to Pasco Vale. Yeah, tough, tough ask going there. Um, the, the Rams only had gone down there once this, y- this year. So, yeah, always going to be a tough. Tough ask with a few boys still out. Matthew Lelliot still missing. So he recovers, the captain, yeah, still recovers from a hip flexor issue. But, um, yeah, speaking to Suns president, Mick Crusher, I think he, the one thing he sort of stressed was um, finding a settled 11 now. Um, you know, they're a side that have been missing players the whole the whole yeah. year. So, um, yeah, they're, they're well and truly in a relegation scrap. And um, They could have another um, import. Yes. A new signing, sorry. A new signing, potentially, uh, yes. It is in the works, either Wednesday or Thursday this week. Um, so that's something to look forward to for the Suns. Um, yeah, they just need to find consistent a consistent 11 who can pick up consistent results. Um, seven games remaining, so it's, yeah, really do or die for those yeah, boys. Crunch, crunch time for the Suns. No, very good. Um, canteen chat? Yeah? Yeah. Was that a Kai? Thought it was pretty good. Cheers, <laughs> 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 Bass. <laughs> No, they had a had a hot dog and chips. The usual order. Um, yeah, came out nice and nice and warm. They had that that are gravy with the chips. So no, can't, can't complain. Pack of lollies as well. Didn't go down too bad. So 
Can you please never cook me food? I, just, <laughs> I do not trust you in the kitchen whatsoever. I'm just, just the way you're describing I'm food. Just, I'm, I'm just sitting here like, no, nah, I I'm don't just, want to borrow it. I do not want to borrow it. I'm just, I'm just trying to transport you guys to Kyabram with me. And the way you're doing it just isn't this, getting me up and about. On, <laughs> on this culinary journey. <laughs> Speaking of culinary journeys, I uh, made my third trip to the Kyabram Canteen <laughs> on Saturday afternoon. Was it better this time? Uh, just it's good every time, eh? It's, they they don't miss up there. Um, on on the field and off the field. Um, honestly, it was just what did I have? I had a hot dog and chips as well, and just hit the spot, unreal. No, very good. And I was think, yeah down at Tat. What was it? What was the grub like down there? Oh man, I, I uh, mentioned last week for those that tuning into last week's episode would have heard me, you know, very disappointingly say that I didn't, you know tuck into a bit of um the chicken schnitzel gravy and cheese roll at, at Tat Park and don't worry boys I did not make that same mistake. <laughs> How uh, was it? Oh geez it was uh, not bad. It not was bad. It was pretty <laughs> it was yeah it was pretty pretty bloody good. I'm not gonna lie. I I got around it. Uh so no nah, that was um I might be down at Memorial Oval at your roll this weekend so I might try at the uh, famous the famous hot, hot dog. dog um Zach so I'll it's pretty good. I'll see you, uh, put it to the test and see what it's like. Fantastic, mate. You will not regret the decision. All righty, okay. we'll move on. <laughs> speaking uh, of uh, hot dogs, um, speaking, of, uh, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of... Speaking uh, of sausage rolls, mate, speaking of hot dogs... Um, speaking right. of uh, snag yeah. rolls, boys, and lunch... Lunchtime League Legends. Lunchtime yeah. League Legends. My weekly lunchtime league favorite legend. time of the show. Yes. We'll get a stinger made up for this one. We're working. I, I, I thought we'd move this to the start of the show. We That's did last week. We did last week. I'm confused because last week was um our boy Braden Carey. Oh, wow, That's so true. Yeah, we had to true. lead with that. We had to lead with him. Um, um, this time, well, I think we got, we got to get a sponsor or something. But anyway, that's how it's all in the works. <laughs> mm. <laughs> we'll it's there. a big operation we've got running, <laughs> man. <laughs> it is. Anyway, we'll move on to the uh, to, to the uh, lunchtime league legend, and I've picked an absolute doozy of a last name here, but uh, <laughs> Matthew Veach, Veach, Veach. Anyway, booted ten. Matty Veach, I believe. Matty Veach. Matty yes, Veach. we'll, we'll uh, roll with that. Matty V. Booted ten sausage rolls for Moama in the reserves. They had a big win over. Um, who did they play? King Gupner. They had a big win over King Gupner in the twos there. So, um, yeah, Maddie, if you're listening, uh, and if all of you down there at Moama, um, yeah, Maddie, this one's to you, mate. Well Congrats, done. mate. Yeah, well done there, Maddie. You might go on the running. Um, you will to go. be our yeah. yearly lunchtime. And I don't know. That lunchtime yearly? league legend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. lunchtime league legend of the, of the year. year. Inaugural. Yeah, yeah we'll, Inaugural. Uh, yeah. we'll uh, get some stuff cooked up. Hopefully, we'll go next door. Maybe next door <laughs> being <laughs> to the pepper mill in. Get something sorted for you. I don't know. We'll, we'll sort something out. You okay over there, mate? We got, we got plenty of time. Um, but yeah, Maddie, if you're listening, well done. <laughs> no, very good stuff there, Maddie. Alrighty, boys. Just before we wrap up this week's episode, it's probably worth mentioning that we've got Golden Valley League stats coming in uh, from the end of this week, which is a massive um, venture for. For McPherson Media Group, um, for those tuning in and uh, unaware what GVL stats is, it's just going to be. Oh, I think Tyler was saying that it's you know more than two dozen yeah. worth of um, stats being disposals, inside fifty counts, um, any anything you would ever think of. Clearances, it's and clearances, clearances. Nice. Just, uh, it changes yeah, so the game. Really so that's does. going to be uh, in the. Shep News and, and all of our um, other publications as well. 
uh, from the end of this week onwards. So it's a, a massive um, get for for McPherson Media Group, and I know it's something that Tyler's been yeah working hard on for the last couple of years. So um, for those tuning in, yeah, make sure you, you keep an eye out for JVL Stats' launch at the end of this week. Uh, it's going to be a pretty exciting new adventure for us. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to being able to have all those stats at our fingertips and Jeez, if only we had it for the uh, KDL reserves and I could see your stats, Zach. Uh, <laughs> you're a couple of touches, uh, yeah. Grace. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, look, I mean, it's, it's going to be very exciting, um, yeah, as you said, to be able to get all that information. And, yeah, just uh, lucky that my games aren't recorded because <laughs> no, we don't be good. Yeah. I'm, I'm quite glad that the uh, <laughs> the GV uh, races isn't being recorded because, jeez, a couple of handballs uh, from me at the weekend. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that they're not being. Uh, I'd love to see uh, Colbin Irving stats from uh, from Saturday. Oh man, I kept him, kept him the one goal, wore it's him like a glove. <laughs> Call him Gary Payton. Gary Payton, no, Gary Payton, the glove. Oh, Seattle Supersonic superstar. Uh, <laughs> shut up, Daniel. <laughs> 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 All right, boys. Uh, I reckon that'll wrap us up for another episode of the Rundown podcast uh, with the Midday Warriors. Episode 9, put yeah. it in the book. Can't believe, can't believe we're still going. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's, been a, it's been a good one. Um, thanks for tuning in this week. Uh, for those at home and, and boys, thanks very much for, for jumping on. That's been the Rundown podcast. <laughs>